0: Mira C. I'm Melissa Guller, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Wit & Wire, and I help creators turn their skills and passions into profitable online businesses. I thought I was going into the music industry. I grew up playing piano, I grew up dancing, and I always resonated with the arts But I had this practical side to me where I wanted to, you know, find a job and follow traditional career advice. But even immediately after college, after a brief stint at Maroon 5's record label, I realized that wasn't quite for me. And that began my choose-your-own-adventure career journey through event production and then ed tech and careers in event production. And with event production, there's a lot of user experience that goes into putting on a large event. What are people thinking? How can we meet their needs? How can we give them a great experience? And a lot of what I learned in event production and producing has translated into the way that I create online courses because an online course really is creating an experience for people where a traditional classroom, that room exists, you just show up and teach. But as an online course creator, we're creating something digitally that didn't exist before. So I think a lot of that user experience and imagining people flowing through a real room helped me create these digital rooms. I always joke that I have oldest child syndrome. I have two younger sisters, and I've always liked to be there to help them out as we were all growing up. And because of that, I often became a go-to person wherever I've worked. Either I would create Excel spreadsheets and then teach other people how to use them, or I would create different ops handbooks and then help the team. And slowly... I realized that I really enjoyed being helpful. And that led to teaching in person at General Assembly in New York, online for Skillshare and through different teachable projects, and today through my own business at Wooden Wire. What I think is interesting about passion is that too often it's about the topic. For me, I loved music. I still love music. But a lot of my professional skills and what I use today as a business owner they're softer skills. They're not things that little kids dream about. Things like staying organized and helping people build their internet businesses. These are not skills that you're taught to idolize as a passion. But what I found is that I actually really enjoy the makings of business, the things that help something run smoothly and make somebody's life and job easier so that they can share their expertise with other people. So even though it felt kind of boring to discover, I wanted a flashier job and a flashier passion, I think that the term passion itself is maybe a little overrated. Instead of thinking about what I was passionate about, I started to ask myself, how do I enjoy spending my time? And that took a lot of reflection on past jobs, even past hobbies, but just anything that I enjoyed spending time doing. And within the jobs that I've had, the good and the bad, there were usually elements that I enjoyed and elements that I could do without. And no job or business is 100% full of your favorite things. But I think once I started to make note of my favorite pieces, that's where the direction of online courses really started to click. Because I enjoyed teaching. I enjoyed simplifying things. I enjoyed helping others. But I also didn't necessarily enjoy client work. I didn't enjoy the feeling of only spending time with one person. I wanted to be able to help larger group of people. I also like all the techie stuff that goes into a business, things that people typically hate. So I thought I was a good counterpoint to the more creative business owners who felt very intimidated by that. But it was only through doing that kind of exercise about how I enjoyed spending my time that helped me pursue meaningful work instead of just continuing to ask, what am I passionate about? I don't think I intended to be an entrepreneur, but I kept saying yes to opportunity. So when I was working full-time for General Assembly, there was an opportunity to actually teach on nights and weekends. And I thought to myself, this is something I think I'd really enjoy. So I said yes to teaching Excel classes on nights and weekends. I developed my own curriculum and started honing it over time. And I really enjoyed being in the classroom. But that was a side gig. And what would happen is that after class, people would ask, hey, do you offer tutoring? And even though I didn't, I would say yes and go home and furiously Google rates and get back to them with a rate. And people asked if I did consulting, and then I would just say yes and get back to them with a proposal. And so by being open to opportunities, that's how my business formed. I didn't have a fully set picture before I went into it, but once I got a taste of what it felt like to have my own business and have the creative freedom of pursuing the work that I really enjoyed, that's when I started to think to myself, I think I'd like to be an entrepreneur there's an element of challenge that comes when we try something new. And too often we write it off and we say, oh, I'm not good at that. I'm not a natural at YouTube. I'm not a natural at course creation. I'm not a natural at TikTok. But really, it's just that you are a beginner and you haven't yet developed the skills to become proficient the way that others have. And so the advice I often share, and this is something I practice myself, is that when you're new, I try to show myself kindness and not judge the first podcast episodes I've made or the first course that I put out there. Instead, it's about the doing and then learning and then continuing to create and to serve others. And that's how you become an expert, not only in your area of expertise, but also in sharing that with others. But I think it's a total myth that you have to be a natural at something in order to one day be great. I don't know if we ever make it. I think it's more about deciding that I feel content with where I am today and that I can still see big visions and dreams for the future. So if you were to ask me right now, am I happy as a business owner? I would say yes, because I'm able to live in New York, my favorite city. I can support my own lifestyle here from the money coming in through my business. But at the same time, I still see something bigger. And I think there's a fine line between a bigger goal and an indefinite sense of more and more. And after working for tech startups, that was something that felt important to me was to say, making it doesn't always have to be a bigger and a bigger number. It's more about realizing what in life and business would make me happy and feel satisfied. And what can I do to get there in a way that feels enjoyable and that I'm spending my time well. So have I made it? I don't know if I ever will but do I feel like my business is making it day by day? I would also say yes. In the very loud online business space, I am very introverted. And especially today where TikTok, YouTube and loud things seem to reign supreme, I think it can feel challenging for anybody who doesn't identify as being the loudest person in the room to see themselves as a leader. But I think that introverts have such insightful listening capabilities and make such great course creators and business owners because we're thoughtful, because we listen. So for anybody who is worried that you have to be the loudest person in the room, I just want to share that I think listening is a real superpower and that you don't have to look like other business owners. And in fact, if your personality is different from the other business owners out there, that probably means that the business that you're creating is more crucial than ever. I'm Melissa Guller, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me online at Wit & Wire on TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram, or you can download my free online course toolkit at witandwire.com slash course toolkit. Making It is part of the MiraCFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Once Upon a Business. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermont and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is supervising producer. Danny Eney, that's me, is executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.